0: here, discovering the magic of the present moment. In Buddhist meditation, you do not turn yourself into a battlefield with good fighting against evil. Both sides belong to you, the good and the evil. Evil can be transformed into good and vice versa. They are completely organic things. If you look deeply at a flower, at its freshness and its beauty, you will see that there is also compost in it, made of garbage. The gardener had the skill to transform this garbage into compost, and with this compost, he made a flower grow. Flowers and garbage are both organic in nature, so looking deeply into the nature of a flower, you can see the presence of the compost and the garbage. The flower is also going to turn into garbage, but don't be afraid. You are a gardener, and you have in your hands the power to transform garbage into flowers, into fruit, into vegetables.
1: God lovers, God lover Kyle here. Um, I just want to introduce our guest today. I'm speaking with Molly Lambert. She's a writer from Los Angeles. She's written for publications like The New York Times, The New Yorker, GQ. She's interviewed a lot of famous people. And her latest project is called Heidi World, The Heidi Fleiss Story. And it's a podcast that you could listen to anywhere. And it's about Los Angeles, corruption, sex work, culture... I'm really excited to have her on today to talk about God and spirituality and things like that. Welcome to the podcast, Molly Lambert. I
0: I was excited when you asked me also because I was like, that's a little scary to me.
1: I know, but... You don't have to be scared with me because I'm really open-minded to... No,
0: I know. I think it just, I was like, oh, it is like, it's weird to talk about God. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, it right? exciting. Yeah. Because
0: at first I was like, you don't want to talk to me about religion. And then I was like, maybe you do.
1: I don't know. I was just like, you're just one of the people on my list here who were like LA people. Yeah. And super LA, obviously. Honestly. Yeah. Well,
0: let's start there. The, okay. One of the ways in which I am pretty LA is that I didn't grow up religious at all. I didn't grow up with any kind of religious framework. I was mm-hmm. totally allowed to just like make my own choices. And uh, my mom is a lapsed Catholic. Okay. My mom is Irish Catholic. Okay. And my father is a lapsed Jew, like a non-religious Jew, mm-hmm. um, from German Jews who escaped the Holocaust. Okay. So I think my parents both were kind of like they both kind of rejected religion, and then were kind of like, "You can do whatever you want." Mm -hmm. We did some, we did all the holidays, we do like cultural things, sure. But I never had to go to church ever.
1: No, did they introduce you to ideas or? Well, yeah, that's the
0: thing. They're hippies, so they. So they like didn't, we didn't have the Bible. I never read the Bible. I never, you know, my brother had a bar mitzvah, but like we didn't have to like go to,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they basically let us pick and choose. And yeah. both of us were kind of like, mm, seems like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Know?
1: Like if you're not forced to do it. Yeah. Why As a kid, especially. <laughs>
0: and I think my mom, having grown up Catholic, just had to do so much boring Catholic stuff, mm-hmm. which is like what I think is so funny about trad people is mm-hmm. I'm like, Nobody would ever choose to be Catholic if they had had to be Catholic growing up.
1: I kind of feel that. Yeah, I I, I was Catholic growing up.
0: Right? It's just like it. it, And I feel Catholic
1: still because of that.
0: Right. It's like that. And that's the thing is like, even though I didn't grow up religious and like my mom, I feel like is still very Catholic in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways Mm -hmm. and like. I, f- I just feel like all of that got passed down to me, even though I didn't do any. Like, I got all the cultural Catholicism, and I got all the cultural Judaism mm-hmm. without having to do any of the
1: no like, formal things, the
0: formal stuff. But I f- fully have like the guilt. Sure, you
1: know? <laughs> it's like without ever going through the motions,
0: right? Just like the guilt on both sides of like yeah. Catholic guilt and Jewish. and Jewish guilt, and like anxiety.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And I feel like Catholicism and Judaism both have this kind of like, things are going to be bad.
1: Yeah. That
0: I definitely always identified with. And I think also coming from a family on one side that escaped the Holocaust, it's like you sort of.
1: Right. It's sort of hard.
0: Yeah. It's like it's hard to start from a place of like, the world is good. It's like you really start from a place of like like the world is so unfair like what kind of god would allow
1: that's a really common thought honestly i see that all the time in i need god comments
0: yeah and i feel like like i don't identify particularly i mean i guess it's like yeah I identify culturally as jewish but like mm-hmm. the way in which i identify with judaism as a religion is the idea that god is just like kind of watching for fun it's like you there know? well like the old testament god right like the Old right. Testament God, who like punishes people, and is sort of like evil,
1: ambivalent,
0: ambivalent, right? Like, mm-hmm. like that makes sense to me. God as like watching life on Earth like a streaming show, just kind of like
1: like it's a hap- it's unfolding, and God's just kind of a witness.
0: Right and like not intervening, <laughs> right? Like a like a documentarian, being sure. like, Well, we have to just see what happens <laughs> with this thought experiment. I, I need. mean,
1: that's a very common way I feel like to con- conceptualize God. Like I can remember being a kid and thinking like this is like a snow globe or like a lizard's cage, you know what I mean, or something like a little like seed was planted and like some scientist in the sky or something is taking notes. Like yeah. that's a very kind of I can see how that it lends itself like well, the was, jewish perspective is similar
0: uh, i was just talking about this but like so a formative experience for me was like when i was in sixth grade we went to this place called astro camp in idlewild that's like a space camp mm-hmm. it's just like a science camp from the 50s but they call oh, it okay. like a space camp
1: okay it's like your vacation bible school
0: yeah exactly it's like a science based
1: yeah instead of
0: going to bible camp you go to like science camp for yep. two days <laughs> yeah and the whole thing is like yeah you like see the cosmos and, yeah you learn like
1: The philosophical or the whatever, secular humanism or...
0: Right. And you feel like spiritual because you're in nature, but you also get to learn about...
1: What we know about it. What we know about it. Yeah. So
0: (laughs) we were supposed to do this thing. We were supposed to do like a a hike, like a star watching hike where we were going to eat those lifesavers that spark in the dark and you know this was like Wait, the big thing i never
1: had those you know
0: like the white lifesavers the mm-hmm. mint ones apparently yeah. if you eat them in the dark the, min- oh, the window greens
1: yeah they'll make sparks in your I've mouth per- now you're kind of jog my memory as like a childhood and this is like folklore. how they sold us
0: on the trip was like we're gonna go we're gonna go on this night hike and you get to chew lifesavers and make sparks and you know just like a night hike sounded exciting yeah you know you're like 12 you're yeah, like, this is yeah. like,
1: like stoked to like Or
0: you're going on a trip with your class like just the whole thing it's very
1: for me I was like so anxious to do that stuff I actually went to JCC summer camp even though I was raised Catholic. really yeah and I am I was just always a very like shy very shy shy child like anxious shy hiding So even like that, I wish I could have had more fun. Well, it's
0: really funny because I feel like I've met a lot of Christians who had experiences where they went to the JCC and were like, it's fun at the JCC. It's more fun than at the Catholic
1: It was better run.
0: And then I just think, is that like, is that just like the exoticism of like something that's not you, you know? Because my mom always tells these stories about the mm-hmm. Irish Catholic girls going to, like, hang out with, like, the Italian-American boys.
1: Oh, my God. You know, who are, like, right. the, Ca- like, the I other mean,
0: Catholics.
1: Yes. And then my
0: mom also, like, dated a lot of Jews, and my dad is a Jew. She is your mom from
1: the West Coast? No, or? she's from
0: Boston. Okay, that my makes sense. My parents are also, like, they're, they're East Coast people who came to California. Oh, okay. But, yeah, when... When I was at Astro Camp, it's like we were supposed to do this hike and then it was too cloudy so we couldn't do the hike. And so they put us in this uh, lodge, this like 1950s wooden, you know, boys camp type lodge. Oh, God. And showed us Charles and Ray Eames' um, Powers of Ten.
1: Oh, my God. Do you know what this is? Well, I know who Charles and Ray Eames are. Okay, so
0: Charles and Ray Eames are the furniture designers. They made this short film that got showed a lot. I feel like they showed it in class but it's also like maybe they showed it on pbs or something okay but it's it's a short film it's like if you see it it ch- it changes your life oh really if you see it it's about how the universe is infinite okay okay so it's like it starts with uh-huh. these people having a picnic. And then it just zooms out by powers of 10.
1: Oh, I see. So, I think I've seen this on YouTube. Okay, yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's, well,
0: it's like it just keeps going out, and then eventually they tell you like they, it just would keep going. Oh, that, okay. Like, you know, they can't even... We there's, don't know.
1: There's no more that we well, could... Well, it's just
0: that it's infinite, you right. know? <laughs> and, then, and then they go all the way back in. Right. And they go from the cosmos back all the way into the picnic, and then they go into the person's S- body. Smaller, so you're
1: getting scale. Small, yeah,
0: and then you're being like, why do why does the inside of a person's body look so much like the cosmos For Sure, As um, above so below and you're 12 and like you're you sure know, you're like mind blown like hitting puberty at the same oh my time God. like yeah. your whole body is just like overwhelmed with like ideas <laughs> and feelings and yeah thoughts and yeah. um
1: that affected you it
0: really affected me because that was when i was like the universe like you know like, not to mention Annie Hall, but like the part in mm-hmm. Annie Hall where the kid is like, the universe is expanding. Like, I was just like, what? Like, mm-hmm. what? And we're in nature I we're know. Out, what like, is in... happening. But I think that kind of like that, because it also blew my mind, you know? I yeah. was like, that's awesome that we don't know. Yeah. I was like, first, I was like, where is the end of the universe? And then I was like, it's so cool that. Even the smartest people in the universe have no idea
1: Absolutely, what's out
0: there beyond a certain point. Like, yeah. That's so or cool. Or even what's
1: right in front of their faces, honestly. It's like, right. we don't know. We can only sense what we sense.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. So that was like, I think just that idea, it's like, obviously, although I was never raised with like a traditional idea of God, it's like the idea of God as like the things beyond human comprehension. Right
1: exactly and
0: and especially of nature as this kind of
1: yes and kind of i'm um, going back t- to what you said before about like how could god be doing this to all of us how is the world so bad i really always try to reframe it like the world is actually so beautiful so vibrant so exuberant so joyful like the way a leaf blooms or like that's what i consider the world and then i think like you know w- we having free will would do what we want what we even we you know people having free will will do what they please that doesn't necessarily to me mean like god did that i don't know
0: well yeah i i just i went to this werner herzog signing at skylight because i love werner herzog and like mm. like someone told me once that they they described me is that my my philosophy was like optimistic nihilism okay and I feel, like, I could I feel relate. like a little bit, that's like the Herzog. One of the reasons I love Herzog is because so many of his movies are about people trying to go against nature and losing.
1: Yeah. You know, it's yes. like
0: people like
1: humans like coming up against
0: human schadenfreude, you know, just the schadenfreude <laughs> of a human being like, I'm going to I'm smarter than nature. Sure. I am right. stronger than nature. I I'm going to outwit nature and the survivor. Nature. Win, right. I'll play out loud, and like nature always wins, and so Correct. I think it's also like I have a very I put humans very low,
1: right? Right, decenter the humans. Yeah, I'm really into that. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like
0: if you think of of consciousness and 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 spirit, soul. Yeah, and just like of like civilization as consisting of like not just human beings. It's like human beings are obviously sort of like a parasitic.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: and so I'm always like rooting for the animals. Sure. Rooting for nature. And I feel like, you know, we are at this point where it's like humans have destroyed Earth. <laughs> right. But it's like Earth will be OK. I Yes. Like I'm sort then of
1: there, too. It's like Earth is forever. You know, people aren't.
0: Right. Like I'm sort like that's why I love things like the Tarkovsky movie Stalker, too, where it's just like. I honestly thought that was really interesting in LA too during the pandemic. It was like when humans receded, mm-hmm. the animals came out so hard. Right. Like, especially in Griffith Park, it was like pretty immediate that when the golf courses closed, the golf courses were filled with like coyotes well, and deer coming down from mm-hmm. the hills. Cause it's like, yeah, that's their,
1: that's where they're from.
0: They live there. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> totally. Those are, I remember reading the, the news headlines, you know, about the, ant- the earth is getting reclaimed, trying to give people that optimism. It's just optimism. like it gets
0: reclaimed so fast. And so I think right. it's like if you're not that concerned about what happens to humans, which I personally am not, mm. you oh, know, I yeah. think it's like, and again, like the things. It's
1: hard like, to be in this. It's hard. Well,
0: I think the things I do, you know, like I'm one of those people who's like Jesus seems like a really cool guy.
1: Yeah, f- totally. I like,
0: you know, he's like Kurt Cobain. It's like it's more the fandom that's annoying.
1: Right. When, yes. Exactly. Like, I kind of wanted to talk to you about fandom and stuff, if you wanted. Sure. Yeah. Um. But so, just one more thing about, I guess, growing up and like how you were informed spiritually. So, since your parents were like you said, kind of like hippy dippy types, did you have get any like new age? Influence well, that's what from I was going to say.
0: So, like the thing that I got into instead was Zen Buddhism. Okay. Um and. That was completely because my parents had, like, that type of stuff around. They had, like, Rumi. They had, you know, Be mm-hmm. Here Now. Mm-hmm. They had
1: mm-hmm.
0: a lot of Alan Watts books. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: okay, cool.
0: So, you know, and just, yeah, like, like Eastern spirituality, the Tibetan Book of Living and Dying. Mm. These are, like, the books that were in my house that I, I was, see. like, I'm going to, like, I would, like, page Open through. Open them up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, so that's interesting. So you have a really kind of open-minded...
0: Well, I think it's like I identified immediately with that because Mm -hmm. I was like, wait, there's like a religion that is not about sort of like the afterlife in any way and is just about sort of like literally about being here now. Yeah. (laughs) present and like mindfulness. And I got really back into it during COVID because things were so bad
1: i uh, yeah exactly i and mean I, I need god got more fault follow- like as soon as covid happened people do like... need
0: god i think i mean
1: yes I, I do
0: think like i very much believe that because of covid that like when we are coming back out now it mm-hmm. is kind of like an age of aquarius situation
1: sure where
0: like... everyone's just like reconsidering everything yeah you know? and yeah. like being... bigger picture bigger picture a lot of people i know are also like you know hitting certain age milestones too where they might be thinking about those things anyway but it's mm-hmm. like i think covid took control away from everyone in this way you know right that when now people are back out they're like i can make all different
1: choices yeah, that's nice
0: i think it is nice i mean yeah. i think it could i think
1: it's a potential
0: well i think a lot of people are scared by not knowing what's gonna happen
1: i mean yeah and
0: that's also what i really like felt strongly that like buddhism you know zen buddhism could like offer that Mm. other religions didn't was this idea of like it's it's good not to know like not knowing yeah can be like
1: a like knowing you don't know blessing
0: yeah if you know you don't know (laughs) right yeah
1: then then you kind of it's like a surrender or an acknowledgement at least that you're not in control. Right, like, there are any bigger t- forces at play. Any time
0: in my life I've ever been like, I'm, f- I'm figuring it out. I've got it figured out. Like I immediately...
1: <laughs> it falls away.
0: Get like kicked in the brain yep. by life, you know? Yep. So I feel like...
1: That's life, I think. Just yeah, like very repetitive. I-, a I-, I, think it is,
0: I think it is repetitive. And I think it's like if you get it, if you a- approach it with that kind of like Groundhog Day mentality of like it really is like each day... You get to just try again each day.
1: Yes. And you get shown, sometimes you get shown like, okay, I'm kicked in the butt, like this isn't your path or like you weren't meant to do this or like go back, like reconsider what you just did. And I do feel personally just there's this like, is this bigger force that's always nudging us to kind of just like be more aligned with our true self. But like,
0: yes, I think that's the thing too, is it's like. I feel very strongly where I'm like I don't know just like I'm like I know who I am now like
1: I your don't post have my Saturn name. return
0: yeah and just I think I've always kind of like known who I was in a way that mm. maybe was like
1: what's your sun sign
0: well I'm a double Virgo okay but I don't identify with Virgo at all because okay. I'm not like an like a like a neat person
1: sure but
0: that's the thing is like I've always rejected astrology also because. Okay. I think because I'm from California and everybody's into it so I'm kind like it's like I have a
1: kind of a I have a working a... <laughs>
0: knowledge but it's not it's not for me. Yeah, like don't bring it to I too don't do close. that. I don't do crystals. I don't do that side of the new age stuff.
1: It's just the language to me it kind of reveals the archetypal reality of things and how the power of language like when you learn a new knowledge or a language how sense is made and I'm so interested in how it makes sense and it kind of makes me think about yeah like archetypes and um i guess like one topic i mean since you are a pop culture writer i didn't really introduce you but i'll pro- i could make one in the beginning sure, but, like no. since you are I a mean- pop culture writer super interested in culture and you know in communications and like ideas about mass media and stuff like that i'm am as well like a lot like i'm well, so I d- addicted i
0: think what's interesting about astrology that's also interesting about pop culture is like i do love Jungian archetypes yeah me too and i think that's like i think the reason i just was like i don't want to be a virgo is because it's like they're boring right it's like sure the, they're
1: dry they're
0: like Monica on friends they love to just like be <laughs> clean and like well be organized or whatever
1: no, no. And, You're a Virgo and moon and a Virgo sun, you said. Yeah, I'm but, a Virgo moon.
0: I'm a Sagittarius
1: rising. I'm a Sagittarius rising. And then I told I'm one friend. I'm a Leo sun. I mean, it never, it's never just one piece. Like, but it is it's like, a, it's a It's an intuitive practice that you look at a full chart of somebody and then you start trying to align what you see with the way they feel about themselves already. Well, I
0: also had this math teacher in high school who was an astrologer. And I thought that was so interesting because I was like, he's a mathematician. But he's into astrology from the math side, kind of, yeah. with, like, charts and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of... And he once, like, he got mad at me. I, like, a little bit, like, led a a coup inside the classroom over something. I oh, my like we goodness. Like with. a
1: revolution.
0: Yeah. And, and then when he read my chart, he, like, read our charts when he oh. had our little meetings with us at oh the end of God. it. Oh, my God.
1: I mean, it's not that weird that a math teacher would be into it because only, like, like, astronomy itself as a practice was not separate from astrology for right. a thousands of years. Oh, that's
0: so interesting.
1: I think, like, Copernicus knew astrology. That's so interesting. Because to know the stars, to, like, to like do astronomy, astrology was so help, is such a helpful tool because telling a story really makes sense of what's happening. Yeah. And I think the parallel, maybe, even to, like, popular culture is that we have these figures we call stars, and they're aligning in different ways and... We're storytelling through them. and That's how I always
0: saw it. I like that you said that. I want to say also, I got really into at one point into alchemy and how sort of alchemy and chemistry, it was the same thing. Mm -hmm. It was like they were completely just one one thing. And then at a certain point, alchemy became right debunked a little bit but also it's like yeah Side-lined. so much of chemistry comes from people who were trying to make gold out of stuff you know yeah yeah
1: um something i wanted to bring up before you we were talking about science camp is that i went to see jurassic park yesterday alone and they well, said that's
0: the ultimate like don't fuck with nature movie right that's
1: kind of the, it's the ultimate
0: like you cannot outwit like
1: this isn't to me it's more like we're worshiping science like this is pop culture science and like this is how we worship it And it's, like, not real. And they said, quote, paleontology is science. Science is truth. And there is truth in these rocks. And it's, like, preaching kind of the truth of science. When it's, like, this depiction of dinosaurs is in no way truthful. That's
0: so funny. (laughs) It's, like, this is.
1: So. Reject false gods. Yeah. So, like, we, as, I feel like we as, I don't know, Americans. the raptor.
0: Your new, your raptor god.
1: Yeah. It's, like, uh. We no, have I to mean, realize science is kind of religious.
0: I completely agree. You know, and, and I like, do try think
1: to take it with the greatest salt. For sure.
0: And <laughs> that is, like, when I... Because I, like, did not at all intend to be a pop culture writer. It just sort of ended no. up being what I was doing. But I always was sort of, like... Because, I don't know, I was like, I don't want anyone to think I'm, like, saying anything about these people that are real people as though I know them. Right. I'm, like, it's like astrology. I'm, like, interpreting star images right completely you know yeah what I mean? like
1: well it's it's really interesting like to be a celebrity um because it's your real image and your real self and then whatever well I, signs you attach to yourself i'm as, so like, obsessed the mask of it i'm
0: really obsessed with the way that this has trickled down to social media yeah to everybody to everybody and yeah. how everybody is now like a representation. Yes. Like
1: a, I was just talking about this. Like an avatar of yourself. Yeah, we could represent ourselves now.
0: Right, but it's like it's not you, you know? Because right. I feel like, right, like, it's
1: it's not you. And you
0: must have this because you are you operate a meme account. Sure. And I honestly think meme accounts function the way that like
1: an influencer account. Yeah,
0: an influencer or like a rock star or Without something the where face. people are like the fact that you don't have a face makes you like kind of all powerful.
1: And I love. Some might
0: say godlike.
1: Some might say godlike. I was just podcasting with Ani Tantinsian the other day, and she said that she took all of her images off her social media because it freaked her out for a second. That just because she's a hot girl, she felt this pressure to like always present herself and become, you know, the digital avatar of herself, and she doesn't want to give that many people access to herself anymore. But it does seem like such a pressure to do so and then grappling with the reality that it is you to an yeah, extent. Yeah, I've been
0: going through this also because I spent pretty much my whole internet life being like, I'm just a brain. I'm not a body or a face. And I I guess I made peace with it. Mm-hmm. Again, during COVID, I was just like, wait, I do want to be a body and a face. Like, I want to oh be out. Gosh. You know, like started like, like
1: accepting that.
0: Well, I also just like I started hiking a lot. I got really into. Okay. I think I was like always like an indoor kid in this way where I was like, I'm bad at sports. So like I won't try. Same. You know, my thing is like I'm five foot two. So like mm. I was like really into sports in elementary school. And then again, like as soon as puberty hit, it was like everybody got tall and big. Oh,
1: and and just I never got it. tall. And
0: they were like, you can do gymnastics. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And then, like, I finally was like, oh, it feels great to use your body. Yeah. Like, I knew that from other things, obviously, but, like... It's, like,
1: good for mental health.
0: To do it, yeah, I think that was the biggest, the funniest reveal. Was yeah. Being like, oh, it turns out the cheapest mental health plan is to, like, go for a little hike every day. I brought this book.
1: Okay. That
0: is uh, Thich Nhat Han You Are Here.
1: Okay. He's
0: a Vietnamese Buddhist monk, and... He just passed away recently, but he wrote like a hundred million books about mindfulness and meditation. And I got really into them during COVID because I was like really needed. I was really like searching.
1: Right. For God. I was going to say, do you think there's a necessity for God?
0: I think during COVID there was because I think everybody. (laughs) No, I mean, I think before I I think.
1: I mean, for you personally, I guess.
0: For me personally, I think I had never like just like a lot of things were happening in my life that made mm. me be like, mm-hmm. I can't do this alone. Mm-hmm. I need like some sort of guidance and mm-hmm. like trying to deal with all this stuff by myself is like not good, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. And like,
0: I, I also got into like organizing in LA in the last few years. And that has also felt like it provided the kind of like community that I always wanted of people mm. that really care about what happens to like, you know, of like the actual christ-like stuff of like taking sure. care of the work taking care of like the the people that the city wants to wants to, to kill to kill yeah you know and like not in a martyrly way and, right. in a way and that a doesn't way ser- for service in a, for service right and, and, and honestly service like, oriented and even though like i think because i didn't grow up catholic also i always was like liked the aesthetics mm. of catholicism mm-hmm and especially in they LA, are. it's, like, there's so much, like, oh, it's awesome. Mexican Catholic, like, Virgin Mary imagery, yeah. and I always loved all that stuff, again, because it didn't in any way strike fear into me. Yeah. Or, like, it just didn't, it didn't ping me the way that, like, it would someone who actually grew up Catholic. I was just, sure. like, oh, it's beautiful, because it is. It is. But, like, when I was in junior high or high school, I forget, we had to do, like, community service, and I did a lot of community service at... Um, a soup kitchen in Van Nuys that was all staffed by nuns oh fun and I loved the nuns yeah because I was are. like because they were just like doing the work you know? I, know I was like it felt and it also I was like they're doing something that I can like like soup kitchens obviously are a complex issue but it's like just at that time I thought the nuns were so cool because I was like the idea of someone who's just like a like a you know servant of god in that way
1: yeah the devotion
0: trying to make the world better in a way that isn't about living
1: calmly and peacefully and doing good deeds literally
0: yeah like and and not like in a way to try and claim credit no in a very communal
1: way where you're like below you're always below god
0: and it was also just like that was like one of the first times i feel like i was like just like like, my parents would just drop me off there, you know, and I would just be mm-hmm. there all day. And, and you'd so, just
1: volunteer there.
0: Yeah, and I just remember being, like, I feel really, like, safe, and, like, the nuns, the nuns are, like, a, it's a pleasant place to be, and the fact that it was, like, in Van Nuys, sort of, like, you it's know. Good. You know, just a really working-class area. Mm. I just, um... That's the way in which I feel Irish Catholic is like uh-huh. sometimes I do feel very Irish Catholic. Mm-hmm. I've gotten a little bit in touch with the Irish Catholic part of myself recently that wants to like never go to therapy and just like push everything down. And, oh my like,
1: God. Yeah. Which
0: I didn't know I had because I've only ever related to the Jewish side. That's like we talk about everything. We talk right, about our so feelings. We're so talkative. All the time. We, can't, we have a feeling. We can't not express it. Uh huh. And then it turns out sometimes if I have feelings, like, I'm just like.
1: Actually, no, you have deep ooh, repression at the same time. I do.
0: I do didn't think of myself as a repressed person but then mm-hmm. I was like maybe
1: I definitely am I'm yeah. Italian Catholic though
0: right I think I was just like it maybe it does like like compared to other people but who knows you just yeah I think it's like just realizing also yeah that you don't really know yourself fully ever right but there's always like more
1: yeah to learn yeah so I what, know it just doesn't end yeah so I think I also like like the onion in Shrek or something <laughs>
0: I think if I had any like feelings of cringe about, you know, spirituality before, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, at this point, it's like, I'm less fully, like who cares? Over the last
1: so that's cool. You kind of had a little bit of a turn over COVID and gotten more in touch with thinking about your spirituality and it led you to this book, which we didn't really talk about, I guess, but you brought it just brought up.
0: I there's a guy selling books off a truck, which also I felt was kind of fortuitous. Mm-hmm. And then This was one of the books, and I just like picked it up and started reading it. And yeah, I've read a lot of like Zen Buddhist books. I've read a lot of Alan Watts, but I had never read Thich Nhat Hanh. And he's written just like all of his books basically say the same thing, which Mm -hmm. is like, it's about, but I think it's like also like my parents, because they're hippies, like they would always be like, you should meditate. And I could never. I could never do it.
1: I'm Same. Like my mind is too much. Because I my mind is too antsy. I take my phone into my I hands. I can't sit
0: down. And so this was like this book. And I just wrote an essay about this. Actually, I have an essay coming out for the Philosophical Research Society in L.A., which you should oh. check out because you would love it if you. Cool. It's, it's about it's all esoteric spirituality. And
1: got to write it down. They
0: started a journal. So they asked me if I wanted to write something about like cottagecore. And I ended up writing this essay about like aesthetics and mindfulness uh-huh. and social media and like trying to grapple with social media addiction. And like, yeah, can you use social media in a way that like is, if not mindful, at least not compulsive. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think like, like talking about internet use and about internet addiction. So this all kind of like came together with me reading this book because mm. uh what he talks about in it that blew my mind is walking meditation okay. which is the idea that there's a type of meditation you can do that you can meditate basically when you're doing anything where you get absorbed in doing the thing mm-hmm. instead of in your thoughts mm. and so there's like you can meditate while you're washing dishes because you have to wash your dishes nobody wants to do it and then as you're doing it it's like
1: you get into the zone you get I've in the been zone there.
0: right and so It's about sort of approaching like all everything like that of just Mm -hmm. like, you know, approach it slowly. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, don't think about the past. Don't (laughs) think about the future. What's in front of you right now? How do you feel right now? Mm -hmm. You know, and I just I was, you know, losing my mind a little bit from being cooped up so much. And so the idea of like walking meditation, because it was like, yeah, I had noticed
1: the hot girl walk, the hot girl walk
0: the rich mom walk the rich mom walk. but it's like that's kind of what my essay is about is, is about how there's a type of aesthetics influencer mm-hmm. whose thing is sort of about mindfulness mm. except the fact that they're documenting it at every moment mm-hmm. means it
1: almost makes it makes out it of the moment
0: not in the moment right yeah. and that <laughs> I was going through this thing of being like there are things about that kind of content that I do relate to or the idea of like romanticizing your life in a way where like you know it's okay to go get your little coffee and like go for your little walk and and also just like (laughs) yeah like I've been freelance for a long time at this point and Mm -hmm. like when I went freelance I suddenly had all this unstructured I mean I always had unstructured time but I was always (sighs) sitting in front of a computer all day Mm -hmm. and so then I was like I don't have to sit in front of a computer all day and I don't want to I like really don't want to yeah but I will if I don't force myself to like do something else and sort of like getting into doing things that were like unproductive but good for me
1: Yeah.
0: um and so this book really like did change my life because it was like the idea that i could meditate what and walk instead of because the whole problem just sitting still the whole problem for me was the sitting still and and
1: the listeners need to hear this the
0: listeners need to hear i mean it really changed my life i i mean i i Because it made me realize I was like, it's true. It's like if I go for a walk, even if I'm thinking even if I have this like garbage brain at the beginning, by the end, it's like I cannot hold a negative thought in my head and look at it like a bird at the same time. Because the bird like overrides. Yeah, it works its way it
1: works your brain works itself out by walking. I'm the same way, honestly, and I've been doing freelance since COVID started and the unstructured time thing and sometimes feeling trapped like where it's like, there's if I'm not doing the thing I'm supposed to be doing, then I should be suffering not doing it or just like sitting here thinking about doing it, thinking about how I should be doing right. it. Instead, I could just go outside for as long as I effing want because it's my own time and I'll work when I'm ready. And
0: I also think it's <laughs> like people need to regenerate like the idea that you can be productive all like 24 hours a day, which I think has only gotten Toxic. worse with, yeah. like, with phones. tech culture and phones and you're available at any, yeah. pl- you know, every day is a work day or
1: i try to set my hours i'm like my hours are noon to four some days yeah you know what i mean, I mean? I and think, that's when i'll answer the emails
0: right and like some days i do sit in front like if i have to write i think it's just like augmenting right. the time
1: through deadlines i was and spending stuff. a
0: lot of time just like sitting in front of a computer being like i should be writing mm-hmm. and i'm not yeah that's but a sitting bad in front feeling. of a computer isn't like helping
1: no i need to But like, walking helps but
0: walking helps and walking just like it's like sh- you know when you think of things in the shower it's just exactly
1: like, I have a problem where I have to fill all the air all the time. So I have a podcast going and I'm washing the dishes, when I'm showering, when I'm walking, if not that, like music or whatnot. And then sometimes, by the grace of God, I guess, like it stops and I don't press play on the next thing. And it's just like, I forget.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely have been more like enjoying Trying silence. It, yeah, like also, turn it off. Or just like peacefulness and sort of like cultivating peacefulness. Mm-hmm.
1: That's great. I felt
0: like there was a lot of chaos There is a lot of chaos. Um, do so. I just do what I can. But yeah, not Han also talks about a thing a lot that involves the idea that like, again, just like because Buddhism come, Buddhism starts from a place of life is suffering, right? You know, which again is like, and
1: suffering is a neutral thing, kind of. Not even that's neutral. That
0: it's just like it. It sucks. I think it's Mm, like starting from a place of like life sucks Mm. instead of like. Life sucks, but the afterlife is going to be amazing. It's going to rock. Or yeah. like, you know, Judaism, which is a little bit like, life sucks, but what can you do? What can <laughs> like,
1: you do? I, I feel that um,
0: way. I feel like this this book made me, it just made me think about like the smaller choices I make every day. Where it's sure. like, if I don't want to be depressed, I have to like make the choices yeah. To, to make myself
1: happy and... And like, get some, you know, like, live your life or like, feel okay. Like, honestly, the being, pre- doing a presenting exercise and mindfulness, even though it's like you were saying, a co opted in this sinister way. Well, it's not
0: even sinister because it's like, I think I like, I sort of like it. That's what I was saying. Mm. It was like, I don't, I can't go cold turkey on con- on content consumption.
1: Well, no. And that's
0: kind of my guilty pleasure is consuming like little aesthetics, mood boards and things. Sure. Because they calm me down in this way. Uh-huh.
1: But... But it's like the act of being on your phone looking at the wellness yes. content is the opposite of well, doing the Well, I do it wellness. like
0: at night to wind down is sure. my, my dark secret. But I think I have a larger theory too. I have a lot of larger theories, obviously. Mm. but sure. But also that real life and the internet kind of flipped, you know? It's like the internet used to be this kind of like...
1: Considered not real almost. Well, just like
0: a fun, weird escape from How Much Life Sucks. You yeah. Know? Like an, an like alternate One. world. Yeah. A place where like weird people and weird things. You
1: anonymously talk.
0: Anonymous. You know, yeah. Talk to people. I had a th- thing that I thought would happen that didn't happen where I was like, if people can talk to everyone around the world, like everyone will get more.
1: That's what I thought. <laughs>
0: right? Like everyone will kid. just become accepting. And, yeah.
1: Like, I mean, in some well, ways, you could see the effects in both directions, actually. For sure. It's yeah. Like,
0: and also national fascist nationalism, right? Exactly, um, but yeah, I, I think again, just like coming off COVID now, mm-hmm. to me, real life is like the escapist thing,
1: sure, you know? Yeah, well, I, I'm someone who's very been very addicted to the internet from a very young age and been online a lot for a very long time with outbreaks, basically. It's just like what are we you gonna can
0: do? log on every day and there's like a barrage of bad news True. and <laughs> you know, and you it's can like also the news. just like the doom scrolling. I think Yes. I think it's just like I I've been just like trying a million different things with my consumption habits to see how mm. it, I feel about it. Cool. Because Yeah,
1: like play around with different techniques of use. Right.
0: Just like taking whole days off and mm. I just think it's, like, smoking, too, where it's, like, when you stop, you are, like...
1: Your tolerance.
0: You, yeah, and then you go back, and you're, like, it's poison. What, yeah, well, like, what am wait. I doing? Or like, or like, like,
1: when you drink... You, you're from America, you drink soda every day. You don't realize how much sugar it is.
0: Right, right, right. Or And, and I think with the internet, it's, like, at first, everybody was, like, pretended they weren't really online. Mm-hmm. And then people reach this point of kind of, like, nihilistic, like, Let's we're all put- just online all the time. Yeah, let
1: me exploit myself fully.
0: Yeah. And now I think there again, we're in like another moment of kind of like how much of your life do you want to give to the internet? And like Nobody wants to like look back on their life and have it be a montage of like looking down at your phone, you know? Oh
1: my gosh, I know. Well, you can't take pictures of yourself on your phone, so it's like we're not going to see ourselves on our <laughs> phones. I hate that. Cuz your friends take pictures of you if you have them. No,
0: but it is like I feel I was just like in my, I was posting a lot and I was like is this cuz I'm doing this kind of like proof of life thing of like
1: evidencing.
0: I post therefore I am, mm-hmm. but but I always have also had like a really strong line between my internet life in my real life that i don't know
1: i feel like you have some very good control over your internet presence from what i could tell
0: i mean that's it's funny because like i was posting so much when i was promoting my podcast because that was also like well i decided to take the breaks off too though i was like okay i i want to like not post so much but first i'm gonna post first i have to post to promote so i'm gonna post more than i'm gonna just like let myself post as much as i want you know like every time i feel the impulse to post i'll just post yes
1: because good idea. i think it's about impulse. always be posting it's oh, abp yeah because i
0: think it's about impulse control you know mm-hmm. like smoking where it's like sure. at first it makes you like at a point you're like dizzy well you're just like this thing is controlling me mm-hmm. in a way that i don't like yeah
1: i'm, serv- like, I'm yeah, serving like i'm serving it, it. i don't want to give it's a tool Mark Zuckerberg, that i should be using right
0: i need to use it to promote myself but i don't want it to like suck out my will to live yeah and it does I, if i it, use it too much me too and is there any kind of like can you use like it's a substance can you manage it or is it just like such an addictive substance that like everybody is just it's just so like i know cyberpunk it's so funny when you talk about it. i know Actually, you're like god we, we live, don't have
1: ways like real social ways
0: videodrome to, like yeah
1: like we're not it's kind of too but that's
0: what i'm also like we should talk about it because exactly. i think people are so embarrassed too about their relationship to social like their sure. relationship to their internet usage is that everyone's like hopelessly addicted and sort of like
1: seeking validation Seeking
0: validation and so yeah i mean i think what you were talking also about your friend who's like a hot woman on the internet it's like mm-hmm. yeah i just like avoided that completely for so long because mm-hmm. i was like if you do it then you have to do it for your whole life you know maybe and also and then people can be like people just like your your appearance it's not like
1: yeah well there's yeah people but, like people
0: but i think it's like that was kind of like a purity test of mine, probably. That again, mm. I just was like, actually, fuck this. Like,
1: yeah, actually,
0: I do have a body, I and can't. like, I am That's great. Uh, a person, and I'm not like, I don't know. I guess I was like, I, I need to you sell could out. It. I just needed to sell out, but I was like, can I sell out on my own terms? I guess let's find out because I was also like,
1: sure, I, I could, might just go do through it and.
0: Well, I was like, I might just do a lot of promotion and like it. It'll just flop, you know. And then I've like put myself out there for nothing. For nothing, but sure, also it's like very vulnerable. It's vulnerable. Put yourself on the line. There was this thing too when I was posting so much, where I was like, I'm posting. I feel like the more I post, like the less I reveal about what's really going on with me right now. Because mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> in the way that an Irish Catholic person
1: mm-hmm. could
0: just like. Have a surface layer of talking to you about like what's going on with your feelings, really, and just you don't. People don't express their bad feelings usually, right? On
1: most of the time.
0: Yeah, because people don't want to be seen looking like bad or miserable, and you know, it's yeah, like it's
1: like could be really annoying. Like I have a second Twitter that's private just for me to like tweet. No, I mean I, I love when people
0: do the real second Twitters where they tweet about how much everything actually sucks. Yeah, but I have this like maybe unhealthy pride about it where i'm like when i'm doing bad nobody knows nobody gets to know that i'm doing bad when i'm doing so bad except like my friends in real life yeah i mean obviously people should have a private
1: part to their life. i do not
0: want the internet to know
1: and they don't have to that's what i'm
0: saying i don't think i I don't i don't like i have such a private part to my life that sometimes i'm also like am i misrepresenting myself online
1: but sure i've had friends like that too it's a struggle because you want to speak up on certain things or talk about something, but it may put you at risk or you don't want, you know, something that if everyone knew, yeah, could put you at risk. Cause when you're going online, you're putting your body on the line. And right. And that's a the risk. thing
0: too. It's like, I've just like, I, I love hot girls online. That's mm-hmm. the thing too. It's like I was never doing it as like a not like other girls thing of like totally. other girls show their bodies, but I'm not going I'll, to. Oh
1: no. I listen to some of your podcasts. You're definitely like, pro woman well it
0: was truly just like other girls show their bodies and that's like cool to me it's a choice i'm like too self-conscious to do it Same. you know and now i'm just like fuck it fuck it you know i could
1: do it once in a while
0: also just like fire sale on my physical appearance cause uh-huh. like you know the earth is dying and yeah
1: there are bigger problems i'm here
0: now and true
1: you want to see yourself
0: and it's fine you know (laughs) something i wish i had learned a lot earlier is just like how much of sex appeal is just self-confidence
1: i know i was just talking about the same exact thing the other day
0: and i do think like one of the reasons i really gravitated towards the heidi fleiss story Mm. that i like realized from making the podcast is because i was like i think she was really hot actually but like at the time people were very like Mm anti-semitic about it and just Mm kind of like she's not what you would expect like a calf she's like a you know a hot jewish girl a hot weird jewish girl sure. with like a really good personality who can like talk to anybody mm-hmm. and so i was like oh like maybe like just being really being who you are
1: and being confident and in being it.
0: confident being self-assured in yeah. the person you are and so i mean that's attractiveness that's what is attractive right? i know like, i mean we and live I in do, such a media, well, such I think an image-rich culture. That's what sucks about social media. You exactly. know what I mean? It's like the sort of, like, the capitalism of it, of, like, the comparison. Selling a picture. And that's, like, what sucks about, you know, yeah.
1: But, like you said, there's, use, it's, it's, you well, know, honestly it's a sort of two think your account
0: is one of the, like, very, like, your account is a positive account. There are things on the internet I think are good. And that right. just make me, like, feel actually, like
1: that's great
0: happy or calm to look at and your account i need god in every moment of my life
1: that's right everyone here one knows of everyone here knows um
0: <laughs> but also there's like a, a alaskan bear cam that anytime somebody mm-hmm. asks me for a, like what's a good website i'm like there's this alaskan bear cam mm-hmm. on youtube on explore.org too that is mm-hmm. Just a camera on these bears fishing for salmon in a river in Alaska. Nice. And I put it on all the time. If you need like a background noise, to
1: write it down, especially
0: on a hot day, it's so <laughs> soothing because they're just in this cold river fishing.
1: <laughs> oh, you're sending, painting a great picture. I think that's just like so also,
0: what? I always want to be a bear. I want to like be an animal, you know? Oh my gosh. And I get yeah. like, jealous because I'm like, same. All they have to do is like. I know. But it's the same then when you watch any nature documentary, you're like, you're, you're like, oh, yeah. And like brutally like murder, get murdered and like murder other animals like that. Again, back to like the Werner Herzog, like, like Old the Testament wild. God. You're like, yeah, like it's the... not like more pleasant in the animal kingdom. It's just that like humans are in denial that we're just doing the <laughs> right, same we're thing. To...
1: Yes, exactly. I mean, trying to wedge ourselves away from it somehow where we're so entangled in it and like part of it yeah and And i think we're
0: like entangled with each other
1: yeah and that's also what i like about your account
0: yeah is like to me also the way to spirituality is like yeah Mm, to serve other people see what your friends need yeah see how you can help people in a way that's not like harmful to you yeah you know
1: because like and like what you're saying too about the internet being good it's like What we give our attention, we have to be careful about what we give our attention to, and like attention is part of mindfulness and meditation. That's what I mean.
0: I think it's like valuing your own attention and realizing that these companies are all competing for your attention because it's valuable to them, right? Because they're making money off of it. I
1: know. And
0: that every time you like don't go on your phone and you go for a little hot girl walk and you know just like see a little flower and have a nice time, like.
1: It's like that's a social media post from god right there
0: that's what i mean it's like <laughs> and i yeah it's just like i've been doing a thing too where it's like i'll see something beautiful and i'll be like i'm not going to take a picture of it mm. i have to just like
1: just look at it just look at it and and, it. And, and,
0: and that's like maybe that's back to being a virgo too it's like Maybe there's, like, obsessive need to document everything and to sure, yeah. express every thought I have and, exp- you know, show True. everybody every beautiful thing I see. Yeah. This is so other people can enjoy my nice photos, not so I can get, like, yeah. some likes.
1: And, I mean, I think God posting is good because it kind of shows you, like, oh, yeah, my attention. Like, one thing you could put your attention on is God, and then it totally overrides, like, money, lust, you know, all of these more, like, bad That's- like, feelings and attention-seeking, like, forces. I think the
0: idea of, like, serving something besides yourself is very important.
1: Yeah, so, so like...
0: And I think that's the key to happiness, and I think that the reason a lot of people are unhappy is because they don't realize that. Because I think we're at a point right now, too, where it's, like, what I've realized is if people... if It's just, like, if you're not making enough money, mm -hmm. all you think about is money. I know. All you think about is how to make money and how you have to make money. Yeah. And if you ever make enough money to, like, survive and not have to worry about it you immediately have an existential crisis about like what does it all mean you know oh <laughs> like God. what am i doing like... yeah
1: now that i'm like kind of safe feeling then right like, then that's it's what like all those... now i just have to live every day like, like... that's
0: what all the sophia coppola movies are about right mm-hmm. it's like what do you worry about if you don't worry about money it's like just listlessness. like right like but i also think it's like I just know people who have everything materially.
1: Yes. In LA, I'm noticing there's a lot of them.
0: Yeah. And there's such a huge, it's so extreme here between wealth and poverty that, again, it's like to be on the side of the people trying to kill all the unhoused people is just evil, you know? Yeah. That's why, you know. So
1: it's like at the end of the day for you, like what's most spiritually fulfilling and what you like to focus on would be like acts of service. Being helpful, yes. being someone another person could rely on and, or like providing something for the community that's lacking that, you know, all of those things give you like a kind of spiritual full feeling.
0: Yeah, like mutual aid, just like feeling like I'm part of a community of people that will take care of each other. Outside of the boundaries of capitalism, mm-hmm. after being shown a hundred times by the government that like they're gonna just throw us all in the trash and not help us, yeah, you know?
1: I know it's so sad, it's scary, honestly. And well,
0: it's s- just like this has been since Reagan. It's been right. you know, like America right. is over. I, I know, I
1: just, know. Since I agree, since Reagan, that's that's how I see it.
0: Yeah, and just like I. I clearly was always like, I don't need to identify with any... You know, I don't identify strongly. I'm not a patriot ever because, mm-hmm. you know... Same. I'm not, but, but just if I'm asked to, like, identify with a group, I'm always like, well, why? What do... You know, why uh-huh. is everybody else doing this thing? Right,
1: like a skeptic.
0: So I think I was always skeptical of religion because of that because I was like...
1: Plus, like, the religions around here, like Scientology, and there's a lot of, like, you know, experimental religions... From right. in this area, like, historically. Which I also
0: love, actually. I mean, like, I don't love Scientology, obviously, but sure. I am way more... I think when people are, like, second-generation Scientologists, which a lot of people are, mm-hmm. I feel exactly the same way as when they're, like, second-generation Catholics, where I'm like, you didn't choose this.
1: Mm-mm. It's
0: and, and I do think people are crazy about Scientology in a way they're not about other religions because it's newer. I think I Scientology... And Mormonism, people are like, that's like so crazy. Well, they're almost. just like, that's like, imagine doing that. And it's like, well, that's like.
1: Well, you're going to church on the weekend Right. Too. Like every
0: major religion is like oppressive and taking your money and like has arcane rules. Right. But those are just like the newest ones to me.
1: Right. if People want to establish their difference. But it's and also so, they... like,
0: I've known people who have left Scientology who are normal and fine you know like i yeah. think the idea also that it like brainwashes you in this way where you like can't be unbrainwashed is like Untrue. no it's just like any it's like any hardcore other... catholicism it's like if you if you lapse and you and you come out into reality like you're still dealing with it for the rest of your life but you don't you know like,
1: right you could live
0: you could change your mind you know right
1: totally um That's facts
0: but yeah i think i was always like none of these feel like the right fit for me and and I did like I went to somebody I know is like very uh observant Yom Kippur once mm. or Rosh Hashanah I forget mm. or Passover one okay. of them right I went to like a very like religious Jewish family's house once for a long Jewish holiday to be like how do I feel about this and I mm. was like nope <laughs> um and I also felt really alienated from a lot of the Jews I know cuz they were very rich LA Jews mm. and you know like country club jews mm. from the west side okay and i was like a more like upper middle class jew from the valley
1: okay And so i
0: just like had this feeling of like we're jewish but we have like nothing in common it's
1: not the same
0: it's not the same and like i couldn't relate to like the tennis court <laughs> kind of jew because sure. to me i was like judaism is about being like ethnic
1: you know yeah yeah and like the, your family teaches you it and it's something you familiar. and it's like
0: there's this type of jew in la that's like incredibly assimilated into whiteness but very religious right and so i just felt like completely, Cultish, like, honestly. well i was like that's not me like that's like i i don't identify with this i don't want to get into this i'm not <laughs> right. like trying to become you a brentwood just, jew just like peeked in i just peeked in you know but there's been a lot of times when i was like i don't identify as a jew and then i was like whoops i'm completely like I am actually. Turns out I don't get to choose. You right, know? right. Because like my my grandparents who skipped the right. Holocaust were not like religious observant Jews. They were like cultural Jews and also Just like you. It didn't matter, you no. know.
1: So there yeah. is like
0: that feeling of like
1: Jewish is a little different than other religions, honestly. Well, the way I think it's,
0: it's also like in its best case scenario, mm-hmm. it gives you the ability to identify with like the underdog. And that was what I also was yeah. so alienated from the rich Jews about is because I was like, Jews are the underdog. We're like the the scrappy, like
1: Sure. You like the character of the Jew kind of
0: Yeah, and <laughs> like the wandering Jew. You don't belong anywhere. Yeah. You can't really fit in. But
1: And it ties you to your ancestry.
0: Right. In no meaningful and, ways. And I think, in the same way as, like, you know, the Irish Catholic nuns, it's like, to me, it's like the good aspects of both of those religions are this idea that, like, yeah, you like identify with the dregs of society and, and like, take care of people that other people, yeah, that aren't sweet. that aren't profitable, you know? Because right. that's what They're it's exactly really about. Disabled people. Yeah. Just like that, that society needs to be about everyone taking care of each other. And, like, there have been these studies that showed that, like, Neanderthals took care of, Disabled people in their communities. You right. know, just like that, this idea that they would just like kill anyone who's weak. It's like, no, clearly, whatever evolution, whatever God's science God's yeah. plan is,
1: science God's, you yeah. know,
0: like, like,
1: it's very patriarchal, obviously. Yeah, no, we're,
0: I mean, it's just like, I feel like Earth is like,
1: we're ready for goddess culture to come back.
0: The meek will inherit, you know? Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, Oh, so- I definitely also had like a Wicca phase in seventh grade for sure.
1: <laughs> Fun. Um
0: But yeah, <laughs> I think um I think at this point in my life I'm definitely like, you know what? I don't know anything and I'm willing to To say that. To say that. Yeah. I mean and it's I good. Don't feel like I know any more than I knew when I saw powers of ten and <laughs> found out the universe was infinite, 'cause that that to me is God. Is that mm-hmm the universe being infinite and the, and what happens to my brain when i try to think about like where the edge of the universe is and what happens if you go past it and like why why are, why we, are here? we subjected to... why why is any of this here like yeah
1: i know exactly why do we have
0: all these weird structures and
1: like what is happening right?
0: like, like
1: why are we why is all this happening how does how how are our words even making sense to each other what is I... the purpose of
0: language
1: what is what is your purpose what is
0: the purpose of anything i
1: know here like usually i try to end the podcast with like big questions which i feel like we're pretty much done and we already kind of talked big questions you have you have a lot to say wow i, I love yeah, this i mean
0: this is also this is really fun because i was like i've never talked right it's sure like never talked cool, yeah anybody. and it's cool
1: to hear your ideas like a lot of them make a lot of sense to me like my big questions are just like, you know, can you define God? You kind of just did. You kind of think it's that wholeness of the infinitesimally small and large and that yes. circular kind I, of spiral of...
0: I love to feel small. like. But we're
1: also so big.
0: I know. It's just like powers of 10.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I just love like, I love being places like the beach. I love being around giant natural forces that remind me how small I am. Oh, I yeah.
1: Love... Those are universally spiritual things, I believe.
0: Right. And it's just like that. There's a meaning to that, right? Yeah, right. Like, yeah,
1: exactly. Like you're saying with Werner Herzog, right? Yeah, I
0: don't know if you watched Under the Banner of Heaven.
1: I haven't seen it, It's no. about
0: Mormons. Okay. Um, And it's about a guy questioning his, like, Mormon faith, basically. Okay. Um, But it ends with a character who's a Native American detective character mm-hmm. sort of saying to, like, they're at, like, this insane canyon mm-hmm. in Utah. And he just sort of says, like, look out there, like, what else do you need, like
1: yeah, like, yeah, you, when know, you think about American spirituality, you have to think about indigenous American spirituality, actually,
0: honestly, I think in California, too, it's mm. like you can sense why indigenous people settled where they did here as well, mm. because it is like the... California is a place where the elements are completely in control, and that's another thing that like the indigenous settlers understood that that colonizers don't is like especially right. with the fires here, it's like the indigenous people let the hills burn every year because that's what they're meant to
1: do right and like the course
0: colonizers here fucking build mansions every year Mm -hmm. and that's like there's a great mike davis who mike davis who is uh on his way towards the spiritual realm okay love you mike davis he wrote a great essay called the The case for letting malibu burn about this good that was about how malibu is meant to burn and how again yeah we're not smarter than right you know
1: than any other thing really
0: right we're not smarter than fire and no and the indigenous people of california understood that in a way that you know they were they were smart enough you think well just like they were smart enough to respect nature and to respect fire and i think the main problem in our society is that we don't respect nature and we don't respect human no it's very much about like
1: this idea that we sit on top on atop the world right, I right? Hate that. and like, there's a foreground and a background and like we're the foreground right like
0: who wants to be top of the food chain like what a miserable place to be i want to be like
1: it's just like a, i wish we had a better way to like a better longer cultural agreement about how to conceive like our place in in the world and i think you know different religions and spiritualities often try to solve that and then well, I guess you kind of already mentioned this too, but so you're not really very concerned about the afterlife. It's not a question for you, really. You, you try to pre- you try to present yourself and like life is, w- is all there is and we have to worship life.
0: I mean, look, though, I'm open. If I die and I'm like, wake up somewhere, I'll be like, oh, Oh,
1: okay. oh my God, silly me. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I It's I'm. I'm very neutral about it. Like it's, But I
0: don't think about it in that way. You try not and yeah.
1: Like yeah. You're not I concerned mean, about your next life like going in a good karmic direction towards your rebirth or you're not worried about finding a spot in heaven or anything. No. Cool.
0: I'm really not. And I'm not worried about hell. Me either. I mean I think I mean that's we're living a... in
1: hell and heaven all the time. That's what I
0: mean, right? It's it's like, about what how else?
1: you choose to act that makes it hellish or heavenly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think just making those choices and that can, being part of your spirituality, it's just like, yeah, are you being a selfish person? Yeah. something's
1: just- very selfish to think about the afterlife, right? Like in a Protestant way, like if I achieve the most, I'll be rewarded. Yeah. It's like, okay.
0: <laughs> well, that, I mean, again, just like I've never even had to, I, I'm so far removed. I really respect people I know who grew up in those environments and found a way to question it. Mm-hmm because I feel lucky that I just got to kind of make you my are. own choices. Yeah. But also I'm always like, yeah, when people lapse or when they find, you know, convert
1: or just change.
0: Yeah. I, I just can't imagine being in like an environment where everybody's incredibly Christian and having I the like strength to be like, I, I don't know. know. I'm not sure.
1: I know it's tough. We did a episode with this person, LA Warman. I don't know if you know her. Yeah. And she grew up evangelical and kind of, is not evangelical anymore and so like after listening to her perspective on it like yeah it's way better to kind of grow i feel like if you had to choose between those <laughs> two parents who are allowing you to be curious who expose right, you to multiple points of like, view they
0: weren't like there's no god you know like,
1: right they weren't telling you what to believe
0: right they weren't telling me there's no god they were telling me they're like is god and it's and it looks like this right but i think it's also like i hate I do not like the atheist movement because when the atheist movement started really becoming a thing, yeah. it turned out it was all just a bunch of like white men who hate Islam. You know, mm. that was I like... I don't know.
1: Did that... Was, oh, that's what yeah. Happens?
0: Just like Christopher Hitchens, all these
1: guys. Mm, like popular online atheists. Yeah. Jordan
0: Peterson, whoever, okay. like they and they all, turn into these
1: hateful figures. They
0: all start from like religion is bad, religion is mind control, like Bill Maher. All oh these my god, like, I know. You know, it's him. like they all start from like religion is bad, religion is mind control. All religions are bad, and then they always pivot into like, and Islam is the worst, and that's where. Mm. They lose me, obviously, because Islam yeah. is a beautiful religion, yeah, and I loved when you started posting more Islamic
1: you try I try content. to be yeah, Because I love
0: that you were like, this is like this is not like a Christian meme account it's, it's like, not
1: it's a God account, it's you a know, God I account. just happen to come from a Christian perspective, and the other people who are admins are too, but it's like, yeah, like you know really it's it's so broad of a topic, and there's so much media out there, so it's just a curation of whatever seems- comes across my eyes.
0: But, yeah, I think it's, like, I think from a science perspective, too, it's, like, there must be some reason why so many cultures have a sort of... Yes, hello, the necessity of God. A prophet figure and a God figure. And that's the thing is, like, I... Right, like, I don't look down on like anyone.
1: storytelling and culture, honestly, it's very... And, like, how today we'll have... We have whatever American popular culture that like gives us that. Yeah. Replicated. And I was
0: really obsessed as a kid with, like, Egyptian religion, ancient mm. Egyptian God gods and goddesses and oh. animal gods okay you know and some of the very the idea because they really literalize the idea that god is nature too where it's like this is the sun god and this is the moon god right so there is yeah. kind of like pagan stuff where i am like yeah that will make sense to me
1: like yeah, let's have a god for these forces, right? Right. Natural if you want to like personify
0: the mountains into a it's person, helpful. It makes sense to me that why you would do that and why people would do that and throughout make history. story and
1: tell the story, tell the stories and of also, history. When
0: you go to those places, when you are in the mountains, you feel
1: you feel those spirits. Yeah, you feel. <laughs> I you, agree. You yeah, feel it's real.
0: That you know, and that's part of like the feeling small thing. It's like I want to feel small in an environment, but also just feeling small in time. I think can be very
1: a humbling thing. It just
0: feel it can feel good to be like I'm just one of many and like there will be many after me.
1: Right. Just a small piece of a big thing.
0: Yeah, just like stardust.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's cute. I love that. Yeah, me too. I I have that. I feel that way. Mm -hmm.
0: Back to the earth. I would love it if there was no afterlife and we just all got reabsorbed, you know? And when this
1: happens, there's no consciousness. Like, before you were born, you don't remember. And after you're born, you don't remember.
0: I don't know. Maybe you come back as a mushroom or something.
1: I don't know. That's what I'm kind of thinking. It's like, <laughs> or you come back as, like, a bigger thing that we can't even perceive. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I feel like there has to be levels. And I'm not sure exactly. Like, I don't have a full theory of spirit or anything, but this is... the. But this podcast and this project, I guess, is going to help Have me. you ever
0: seen Contact?
1: Contact? It's Jodie Foster. It's an alien movie.
0: Yeah, but it's a movie about the idea that aliens are like, it's a spiritual alien movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm really interested.
1: Like, the aliens are right here in my well, mind. It, like, I
0: mean, I didn't talk, I, you know, we could get into this another time. Yeah, I mean,
1: we could do one without the line. But I do
0: love all the groups that are like, God is coming in the spaceship.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, I mean, the. Does the... that also
0: make sense to me? I'm like, yeah, that, of course. There's something deeper
1: to that that we could investigate. I about do think that's Mormonism alien lore and Mormonism Jeez.
0: and Scientology. That's also like it's a lot about both that. A little bit, like
1: yeah. And I think there's something to it for sure. That I needs to so. be thought through. Back uh... to
0: Astro Camp with us. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh my God. We're gonna yeah.
0: build an underwater yeah. uh, spaceship.
1: Which... Yeah. And feed your kids mushrooms or
0: something. <laughs> <laughs> so... um, also, that's my final thought. Is that I don't believe in heaven. Because I think the ocean is the is the other
1: side. Mm, it's like the womb.
0: Yes, because that's where we came from, mm-hmm. and that's where like whales walked out of mm-hmm. on their feet or walked into.
1: You know, like Trisha Paytas' husband Moses worships water.
0: You know what? He's right though. I might worship water too, honestly. Especially as drought season, we do kind of worship water here. Mm-hmm um makes a lot of sense. water is life water is life
1: hello then that could be god yeah life is god
0: i don't think we have to like push anyone off a cliff (laughs) for the crops or whatever but i think there's something to like
1: a a prayer a chant
0: (laughs) right just like the seasons control us we do not control them Mm -hmm. that's going to be more and more true with climate change which is the result of humans disrespecting nature Yeah, yeah and i think yeah i think just also like there's a turn against hopelessness because it feels like we've all been given a second chance at life mm. it does feel like we all like
1: mm-hmm.
0: could have died and didn't and so anyone who's left
1: it's there's definitely that feeling in the air
0: yeah i'm just like
1: oh well let's let's record i guess like a goodbye and then maybe record your reading sure yeah okay well this is i feel like let's see how long it was an hour 20 we did pretty wow. good we talked you talked a lot like a lot of lot of info in there thank you so much again for meeting me while i'm here and doing this in person is so much better than online
0: yeah it's and very it's spiritual it's yeah it in
1: person. yeah and i'm glad you were able to open up about I honestly i
0: feel like i'm in a confessional booth
1: <laughs> i feel like no literally like for this podcast my my idea was like i didn't do it this time but setting the stage right i want to like light incense maybe there should be like something i wear that just has a little bit of a Priestly quality or something. I mean,
0: when you do finally post a post face, you oh, should true. be dressed as an altar boy or something.
1: Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I'll think about it. I was thinking, yeah, I should take pictures with my guests, like praying poses or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I need some media to go into the Patreon.
0: Calm down. Let's take a praying. Okay. A
1: okay. Cool. Let's do it. Um, thank you guys for listening, all the God lovers out there. I appreciate you so much for subscribing, and there will be a new episode soon. Thank you again, Molly. Thank a pleasure. you.
0: God bless you. God bless.
1: God bless you and your endeavors and all that. God bless every one of us. we'd like to take a moment to say a prayer for everyone who's joined us at our angels here and above so if you will please close your eyes and join me in praying for allison white carson reeves colin g gavin hgsh jenna sarah kylie gurley rachel nunley tori folk and tyler hill lord hear our prayer